We've got those two. And then we've got this third one, to come into existence, to make, to happen, to cause, to exist. In this word created, we have existence from nothing, which is the last one. That's the one most of us are completely familiar with. That's the, that's the English Western read of the word creation, right? What's the brass tacks? What's this mean? It means created, means coming from nothing, it means he brought something to exist. That's what created means. Ex nihilo, right? He brings it out of nothing. This is, this is normal uh, Western language, but, but we need to get past just our Western understanding and recognize that the Bible was written in an ancient Near Eastern perspective, and Hebrew is an ancient Near Eastern language, and there is more depth to each word. I'm prefacing this because we're about to cover tohu vabohu, which is a lot of fun. So we see there is more nuance to the word than merely being brought from nothing. I'm not going to dwell heavily on the idea of being brought from nothing. That's a Western concept. We've got that one. That one's pretty, pretty standard. Um, but note that he creates out of nothing. He needs no base. He needs no form to start with. He hangs the stars on nothing. He builds on nothing. Space is a framework of open area in which things float. Wrap your mind around that for a second. When you look up at the stars at night, those are just there. There's no cork board he put them on. They're just there. They literally float. And if that weren't enough, God decides that clouds are heavy. Clouds. They're heavy. But they're up there. I don't, I don't, I don't know. There are things in which God has done just to make you go, oh, wow. Those are some of them. And you ought to say, wow. The thing that keeps us from, from being in awe of these things is sin. Indeed, if we, if we could wrap our minds around that, I don't know how we don't walk around the world all the time just going, it, I mean, think about creation. There's, there's things such as giraffes. A horse with an extremely long neck that God decided was going to speak in a tone that he can hear, but you can't because it's ultrasonic sound. They speak. You know, giraffes make noise. We just can't hear it. It's incredible what God has done. Just look around at creation in your brain, just right now, as you're thinking. Just imagine something in creation and just think about how weird it is and how creative and beautiful it is, how wonderful it is. God brought that from nothing. He hangs stars on nothing. The earth is his footstool. We are a small part of the cosmos, and yet he has decided to place his love on us. There is no earthly reason for God to care for you beyond his character and who he is. Beyond the fact that he loves because he is God. That's it. It's the only reason. God creates from nothing and in the beginning created. History here. We have the history of life itself. And we have the character of God manifest. 
In this one phrase, we have the history of life itself and the character of God manifest. God by nature is creative. By nature is creative. This is part of who he is. By nature, he's creative. By nature, he creates. It's why at the end of the book, we see him say, Behold, I am making, present tense active, all things new. At the end, he is still creating. He is still making all things new. How beautiful and wonderful this God is. God is creative, even artistic in his creation. I don't know how you can't look around at creation and not say that God is artistic. Every day is a new sunset that is different from the one before. Every snowflake is unique. Every single uh, time you cross a wasteland, there is bizarre beauty even in the wasteland. God is incredibly creative and artistic, and he has placed that divine image in you and in me at the beginning of time. 